Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 76 of the Metal and Magic podcast. I sure hope you hear this intro because last week was uh, part failure and part success. We got the episode posted, but no, um, no intro. Thanks to Mac OS Catalina for completely fucking up our recording. Um, I found a workaround for now that includes every time I want to record, I have to type a special code into the terminal on my Mac. So that's going to be fun and not annoying at all. <laughs> anyway, enough of me griping. Let's get on with the show. So let's jump right in to episode 76 of the Metal and Magic podcast, Oracles and Plot Armor. Where last we left you fuckers, you had just left the uh, building after meeting with the king, his hand, Vizinth, and the culinarian in reverse order. Um, as you guys exit the, um, the parliamentary-style building, you start walking down the street, contemplating what your next move is. Uh, you see a small sign that looks like it has seen better days. The sign reads, Augur of Fortunes. A small, frail-looking halfling hobbles out of the door of this tiny hut and seems to be making a direct line for you. He looks, at, he looks up and says, Hello, I am Odo Hornwood, and you are just the people I was looking for. Please, come inside, come inside. I have a reading for you. Did you say Odo Hornwood? I said Hornwood, but I get that all the time. Hornwood, got it. Whatever you want. Call me what you want, baby. Let's go. So he's kind of like ushering you in, but it's up to you if you guys want to go in or not. I mean, it sounds like he's high on the horny wood, so <laughs> he might try to hump us all. Let's kill him. No, let's go in. Okay. I've been looking for action. <laughs> so as you guys walk into this tiny hut that you, by the way, didn't notice on your way here. Um... In front of you is a round table with eight chairs. He sits in one chair and gestures for you all to sit wherever you'd like. In front of where he sits, resting on the table, is a deck of cards. Much like the one I have sitting in front of me. Thank you, Grayson. As, as you all sit, Odo looks up. He goes, I thought there was another one. Who? Oh. Did you guys not have another person? Big tall Big dude? Big tall guy. Yeah. Very tan. Less tall than him, more tall than you. Uh, he's chasing after the red, red tide or something like that. It was the red monks. But I can't correct you in character. That's what he used to say all the time. I know, because he doesn't listen. <laughs> right. <laughs> he gestures as he said, like, there wasn't there another? He gestured to the empty chair after you all sit. Yes, he ran off with a child. <laughs> that could have been worded better. Um, but it also could have been worded worse. Um, he yeah. says, well, that's not the best news I've heard today. The cards tell me that you will need every part of your team to complete the task set before you. Hey, do the cards normally talk to you? Yes. <laughs> they tell me many things. That's fucking crazy. Anyway, you guys will 
be able to choose one question about the past and one question about the future. The cards will give you your answer. If you believe in the heart of the cards. Did it. Sorry. Now we're going to get sued. No. That's, tra- that's not have trademark. Have you seen the army of freaking lawyers at Yu-Gi-Oh? No. Neither have I, but I'm sure they have them. Uh, and it's called Dual Monsters? And anyway. you know what? They'll never hear this. <laughs> Wait, I'm getting a phone call right now from them. Oh, hello? Yes. Is from Colorado? I'm going to get that same phone call. I'm going to call from myself. Wait. In the future. Wait. They're outside the door. Oh, shit. They're going to let oh. the cats out. Um, so, um... Starting with the the past, which what question do you have? He gestures to all of you. I don't know who wants to ask it, but which question do you have that you wish an answer to? How did the person that had the recipe for Morris Monster? That's not the question. We refuse that question. The deck, the deck starts to shake. Uh, how did Cedric learn to summon the demon? So with that, you see Odo's eyes turn solid white. The deck begins to float off the table and shuffles midair. It begins to glow with a pale blue and green light. It gently lands back on the table in its spot. The top card flips up into the air and slowly floats down to the center of the seven-pointed star carved into the table. Oh my god, the devil. Devil. All right. As you look at the card, you slowly realize that the card is the devil. Uh, Odo speaks, his eyes still solid white. The devil card, reversed, suggests that one is enjoying creating chaos and resistance for no particular positive reason. The card begins to glow a pale blue, and the image on the card becomes a 3D image floating above the card itself over the table. Soon, the image comes into focus, and it is Cedric as he sits, legs crossed, in a magic circle carved into the stone floor of the room he is currently sitting in. James, thank you for catching that with your lightning-fast reflexes. (sighs) Let's see. The room is sparse. Almost nothing but uh, a bed, two chairs, and a desk, and this magical circle carved into the floor that he is currently sitting in the center of. He seems to be muttering something under his breath, as out of the shadows in this room comes Gilmandir, though she looks younger than when you've seen her. Cedric looks exactly the same. Except he's got short hair. Because the past. Um... She sits on the ground outside of the circle and begins to chant with him. Their voices begin to echo in an almost arcane and otherworldly tone. The circle erupts into a purple fire, and as it does, Gilmandir is thrown backwards into the wall, where she slumps down unconscious. From the fire rises a nine-foot-tall, bow-legged creature. His knees seem to bend the wrong way, He's wearing fine clothes that don't appear to be, but doesn't appear to be carrying any means of protection, no shields, no weapons. Though he does have a pin of some sort in the shape of an ornate hammer pinned to his collar. He looks down at this orc sitting in the middle of the ring of purple flames. As he bends down to get into Cedric's face, you see his face. Or 
faces, to be more specific. He has three. One facing forward, one facing left, and one facing right. When he speaks, you hear three similar but different voices as all three mouths speak in unison. No, I can't do three voices at once. Just going to throw that out there. We know his blind spot is <laughs> behind him. All we have he doesn't have eyes in the back of his head. My only weakness. Well, you practice your monk chanting for this so you no. can just do three voices at once. Um, He leans down into Cedric's face And all three mouths speak in unison How dare you summon the Lord of Wrath Prince of Hells to this He looks around for a moment Havel His head brushes the ceiling as he stands up from the crouching position Cedric stands slowly and speaks Lord Brihazmir, I have summoned you because I have had a vision of you in my dreams. You spoke to me, and together, I'm sorry, and told me that you wish me to build a temple to your wrath, a cathedral to rage and anger. Though I have not the tools or resources to complete this task, the demon snarls, I gave you a task. And you bring me here to this place to tell me it's too hard. Um, his, his faces all express anger and rage as his eyes turn solid black like pools of tar. You wish to make a deal with me, perhaps? Then let's make a deal. He reaches down a hand, pointing a finger at Cedric, and says... I will give you power beyond measure as long as you do what I've asked or at least consider or continue to show progress which of, as of yet you have not. When it is done, you will be the most powerful mortal on Kars. But in return, I need you to build that tower. Seven levels and upon the roof you will construct a device. He points over to the desk, and with a snap of his fingers, the desk is covered in blueprints and designs and charts. There, that's something for you to start with. He then points to the unconscious Gilmendir. She will be your power source for this device. She doesn't know it yet, but more power lies inside her than any mage on Kars. With her resources as the new leader of the Arcanium, you two are almost unstoppable. The demon looks at Cedric. Is this deal acceptable for you, mortal? Cedric nods and under his breath mutters, Yes. The demon holds out his hand and Cedric takes it in a firm handshake. When he does, the circle of purple fire closes in and uh, travels up the demon's body into his hand and on to Cedric. Cedric screams in pain as the fire wreathes his body, but the moment he opens his mouth to let out that scream, the fire rushes into his open mouth. The demon lets go of Cedric's hand and laughs. Now go build my church! Construct the tower and christen it with the blood of those who worship the gods. 
He's sp- God damn, what is happening out there? <laughs> Fucking cats, man. <laughs> Hashtag, we don't see them, but it's... What is the di- what is the baby floof listen? 2020. Uh, Hashtag baby floof listen 2020. Um, as he says... Um, Christen it with the blood of those who worship the gods. He spits on the ground. And then he says, Oh, and Cedric, you will live a long life. Age will not touch you. Disease will not hurt you. Poison cannot harm you. Metal and magic, those will still harm you. But you look like you can handle yourself. Don't summon me again. If I need you, you will know. And like that, the vision fades as we see Cedric looking over the plans for the tower. Uh, The tower you all know, as players and listeners, he's finished. The card lifts off of the table, floats back into the deck. Odo takes a deep breath as the deck is made whole again. James has put his hair into weird pigtails. Okay. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Oracle person. Yes. I asked, how did he summon the demon? Mm. Like, how did he learn how to summon the demon? Well, you learned how he got the plans for the thing that will summon him on top of the... Damn it, it's thing. like genies. <laughs> it's... It didn't fucking kill you! <laughs> Don't make me put genies in this. Um, roll an arcana check. Roll an arcana check. Anyone who has an arcana skill proficiency, roll no. an arcana check. Uh, How are you not proficient in fucking arcana? You're a bard. I don't know. You have a five, though. I'll let you roll it. <laughs> James? I see Michaels. I know what he got. I mean, I can believe, but that's about it. 22... James, you recognize that circle. It wasn't... um, The demon lord's body wasn't actually there. The glyphs suggest it was more like a... um, Like a vision. Like, um... To put it in, like, sci-fi terms, it was like a hard light hologram. Uh So, like, astral projection? Yeah, but he, he could touch stuff. Like, they made physical contact. But you assume, like, that wasn't... He wasn't physically there. So he's it was like FaceTime, not an actual visit. Yeah. So Patrick Swayze at the end of Ghost. Oh, I spoiled an old movie. Still haven't Sorry, seen y'all. it. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> you've had plenty of time. It's a weird movie. Yeah, it is. <sighs> Ghost sex. Anyway. <laughs> um. So I don't know if you relay that or answer Michael's question with that information, or if you just know it, you're gonna keep it to yourself. James is smiling, for those of you wondering why there's silence. All right. Odo says... Oh. <laughs> Odo says, that that was rather intense. Um, do you... Do you have... Do you have a question about the future? Be it of yours, or that of the world in general? How... how what question have you for the future? Is there anything that we must... Should, should we discuss this? 
Nah. Is there anything that we must ensure happens in order for us to win? Will I learn? The deck begins to float (laughs) into the air in the same pale blue and green as Odo's eyes turn milky white again. The deck slowly floats down to the table. The top card flips off in similar fashion and lands in the center. Odo speaks. The Wheel of Fortune! Ah, yes. In its advice position. This is a reminder for you to go with the flow. The card begins to glow a pale green as the wheel on the card becomes a 3D image and begins to spin in front of you above the table. As it spins, a vision materializes in the center of the wheel. You see what you all know, maybe except for Fergie, Fergalicious. Um, Every one of you at this table would know this except for Michael's character. Uh, It's the gods. All seven of them. Though they look weary and tired, they're looking into the divining pool that you saw them at last time. You had a, that vision with Seven Thundercloud at the monastery. Yeah. Um, they're all looking into this divining pool, watching what seems to be, because we get an over-the-top view, uh, what seems to be the final battle atop the tower. Um, they see the demon lord breach the portal and take his first steps on the material plane. While they don't seem too surprised, they actually look slightly relieved. Grund, the god of fire, says... Good! They've made it this far. If it goes as planned, they will defeat him here. Which means he will not rematerialize in hell. The world will be rid of wrath for good. Alaram, the goddess of the moon and water, quips, One down, six to go, right? Severus, with a stern face, says, It has taken almost all of our combined strength to rid the world of one demon lord. If the universe is to be rid of these demons, for us to make the material plane safe and free from the evils that plague it, something drastic must be done. We look back into the divining pool. You see the demon raining down fire upon the battlefield. But right there, in front of the demon, stands each and every one of you, fighting side by side. You see Manu. You see Squall. You see others you haven't met. Uh, Vrushk, goddess of nature, smiles and says, Well, it looks like we've chosen well. You hear the demon cry out in pain as Thrask says, It seems like soon we can finally rest. Then the image flickers for a second, and Severius is just there. It's just his face. And he's looking directly at... It looks like he's looking directly into each and every one of your eyes. From your perspective, he's looking directly at you. Almost as if he can see you. And he says bluntly and plainly, When last we spoke in the temple, 
I told you that something horrific was coming to face, coming to Kars, and you must stop it. You now know that it is Wrath, the Demon Lord. But contrary to the belief of Fiamma Mora, we mustn't stop the portal from releasing the Demon Lord. In fact, I need you all to allow him to fully reach this plane. While the damage he causes will be great, and the number of lives lost will be immense, if you defeat him, when you defeat him, kill him here, on this plane, and he will not come back. He will be gone forever. Your weapons can hurt him. You are all infused with the power of the divine. Using the energy of the divine and taking him out here will end him forever. This is the task you have all been charged with, whether you know it or not, from the moment you entered that tournament. He looks at the three of you who actually entered the tournament. Yeah. I didn't sign up for this. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> I know the burden of so many lives may cause you some distress, but know that it is for the best. And with that, the Wheel of Fortune stops spinning, and the image is gone. Odo looks at you all and lets out a big sigh as the card slips back into the deck. He says, I hope the cards have answered your questions. I, I hope you win. It seems like you all have some big decisions to make. I'm, in, I'm sorry for imparting this burden on you, but when the gods tell you to do something, I guess you do it, right? I know yes. I did. When Severus told me to find you here, I knew I had to do it. He gets up from the table and starts to usher you to the door. Th thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. And thank you for taking on the task of trying to save us all. He opens the door and gestures for you to walk out. As the last one of you steps through the door, it shuts behind you. And as you turn around, the building is gone. All that's there is a wide alleyway. The sign on the street is gone. You are left with the knowledge of what must be done in the middle of the streets of the Den of Thieves. And now you can play the game. Damn, cutscenes, I was going to steal that deck. <laughs> you don't know if the deck was magic or if it was him. I never got to ask about God King Bijou. Yeah. No! Okay. <laughs> Can I get an S, Pat? Can you get a what? There are four S's. Real fortune. I know. Pat, what's his name? Oh, Say Jack. So what do you do? You guys? I think our lifelong mission now should be to find that guy again. No, we need, to, we, need to go, <laughs> we need to go to the mailing center, the magical mailing place. Oh yeah, you guys You guys were told that your bunny slippers are ready and all you have to do is go to the delivery service, the magical mail delivery service, and pick them up. Oh shit, it's Christmas! We need to get more god gear, because like... 
The only one who has a complete set is Jake. I know, I don't have any god gear. I mean... I need to find this god gear you guys still got that that one that was... That was... Yours. Oh. From your previous character whenever you tried to fly away. So do you give it to him? I mean, well, he has to be chosen. He has to be chosen. If, if, it, if the god gear that I have that was it? his previous character's shows an interest in him, then sure. But if it doesn't go this person, this person, this person, then it's staying in my fucking bag. Cause we well, lose do that. you take them out to show them? I it's, mean, if they're talking about it, then it's right not outside. Moment. Yeah, not right out in the middle of the den of thieves. But like. <laughs> You guys could go back to Bobby Bones if you want to talk in a more private setting. Uh, to yeah, let's go the back broken there. the broken bones. Do you have a conference room we can? Uh, oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, we it's need to schedule it. Because we need our um. In the conference hall. <laughs> we need our bunny slippers. All right, so I assume you guys are gonna head to the the uh, post office. They don't make bunny slippers in my size. They do. They're, they're pinkies, pinkies, buddy. They'd be terrible. You asked for some, didn't you? I don't remember. I I, I'm gonna say you did. I feel like it would be pinkies, and that would just be really disturbing. Maybe yeah. they're bunnies that have been shrunken down with magic. I want to point out that you guys asked for these. You guys asked for these three of Michael's characters ago. <laughs> yeah. We so did. Michael doesn't get one. No, well, you know, but they should be like freakishly missized. They're gonna be Phalens. I mean, he can. He's a changeling. I assume he can change the size of his feet. He, he would be able to change the size of his feet. We lo- a die went flying this way. Uh, that's why I put the the bottled water on this side because that's my blind side. Well, when you die and come back again. Also, when you said you saw lots of people that you didn't know yet, I just said that that was all of Michael's characters that hadn't come up yet. Yeah, it's it's just all of Michael's. New- Next characters, you don't yeah. you don't actually have any help. Well, it's just all the possibilities. It's all raised by him. Like Your mom and I have come to bargain. That'd be amazing. At the end, you're just an army of zombies. Huh. Yeah, and you're just like a collective consciousness. All right, so you guys go over the magical mail delivery service inside, um, behind a desk. There's this huge open space, and on the wall, there's just tons of different um, cir- magical circles drawn onto the walls. And behind there, you see this gnome, and he's got, like, the best way for me to ex- describe it is, like, steampunk doc doc, like, steampunk Dr. Octopus arms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, he's each arm, his normal arms, and then the two extras, they all have different parcels in them, and as they approach the, the magical circle, he's just throwing stuff through the circles with all the arms and like one one pair of arms is just supposed to be like handing the other two pairs of arms stuff to put through the circles. He's very efficient. Wow. The other guy was writing a lot of different things. This mm-hmm. guy's just throwing things. Kind of like the um Yeah. Kind of like the alien underneath the desk and then Man Black 2. Mm. So there was a second one at the post office. There's like five of them. Yeah. Yeah. Just joking. Anyway, so he, as you guys open the door, the door hits a little bell above it, and um, he turns around and all the arms stop, and he's like, "Oh, hello! How can I help you?" From King Theodora. Uh, packages from Glim. Packages from Glim. You see him go over to this file cabinet and, like uh, Bruce Almighty style, it just keeps opening. And he's like, um, G G G G G, glim 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 glim. Here, um, 
From who again? King Fiamaramora. Okay, one second. Hmm, it's going to be under G, but then under M for Mora by last name. So hold on. He opens it some more. What? Are you pulling out packages from the cabinet? Yes. <laughs> I said, yeah. I hope they have air holes. And she goes, they're not in the cabinet. They are in the cabinet. <laughs> um, it's magic. It's fine. Um, he pulls out um, eight shoebox-sized parcels. Even for me? Yes. That's a bit overkill. Like a so box. he go he he has um, only six box. arms. So he's currently like, well, this one, two, three, four, five, six, six of you. I have eight parcels, so we're gonna go through some stuff. Uh, Carax tosses you a package. Are they dead? Um, well, you gotta unwrap it and stuff first. Find out. I don't know. Hope there are air holes. I didn't pack it. Is he gonna throw a box that's the same size as me at me? Who knows? We'll see. Oh. I'm just making this up as we go along because I didn't write it. Um, he look. He's looking. He's looking. He's like this. There's this one box that's bigger than all the other boxes, and he's like, I know who this is for. And he goes, Big man. And he throws it to you. And I just like float to it. It's yeah. You just like it like hitch in the chest and like you have your hand out ready for it. Yeah. And then he's looking, he's like, um, Salar. Salar. Yeah, okay, boom. Uh, Phelan. Phelan, we got a Phelan. He's dead. Give him to him. Yeah. Well, not supposed to do that. He's alive, but looks different. (laughs) I wouldn't know who he was or what he looks like. This is Phelan. Thank (laughs) you. Tosses him the package. Um... He pulls the next package, and he goes, uh, Morana, Morana, Morana. You catch. All right. Another package. He's like, Manu. Manu. Manu? (laughs) No, you are Karox. I remember that. He has multiple personalities. That one will need to be put on hold. It's going to need to wait a little longer. Okay. H for hold. Bloop. Puts it in another thing. All right. Um... Hold on, this is actually the wrong person. He puts one back and he goes looking. And he pulls out one that's like the size of the uh, of an yeah. iPhone. It wasn't from King Mora. I grabbed the wrong one. It was under M, but there are a lot of people in Glim with the last name M who mail stuff. Don't worry about it. The mail is secret. I do a perception check to see if I see who it is. Okay. Hmm. Eight? Uh, you you don't know. It's like in a foreign language. Um, and then he pulls out a box that's like the size of an iPhone. And he goes, um, and he gently sits it on the table. He's like, I assume this is for you, Myrna? Myrna? And he pulls out another one. It says Fraggle Rock. That's the same size. And he goes, Nisha? Yes! Nisha! It's her. And he sits it right next to it. I get off of Nisha and put funny slippers on her. So as you guys open your boxes, That's really everyone roll a deck safe. Cool. For Nisha too? Yep. Oh no. Eight. Fucking Michael! They ran away. No! God. No, dead rabbits. 
This is just... I'm, I'm just waiting. As you open it, you hear a ticking. I'm just playing. Actually, I made you all roll that for nothing. You're fine. What? <clears throat> Sometimes... You made me waste my bad roll? Sometimes... Sometimes you just gotta keep your players on your toe, on their toes. That's Especially true. when they haven't rolled a die in three fucking episodes. Well, but so, you should get a crit fail card anyway. Yeah. Well, he crit failed on a save. So, the cards don't really work for that. Michael, as you go to open your box, you get a paper cut. Along you, the entire You take necrotic damage. In between your fingers. Oh, damn. Ooh, also, that, like, it was sealed with lemon crotch? juice and salt. <laughs> yeah, your finger crotch. <laughs> and acid. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm dead. <laughs> um, so, as you guys open your um, boxes, there's a little lid. You open the lid, and it's like the, um, it's almost like the bunny slippers, like, wake up from, like, some sort of magical slumber. They were um, cryogenically frozen. They, yeah, they were magically frozen. Um, I pull out the instruction manual. Is anyone wearing magic boots? Me. Just Chip. Yeah. Um, they are doing their best to get on your feet, but they can't with the boots. I put them in my pouch, and I tell them, rest easy, little ones. When this is over, you can rest on me. You can be my foots. So, like, they just force them, their, their little tiny they bunny buttholes onto our feet. Spread their mm. cheeks. Tiny bunny buttholes is the name of this episode. <laughs> It's kind of <laughs> It's kind of like Venom. TBB. TBB. Hey, baby. Tiny baby. Chunt, please. Tiny baby body buzz. Um. So the uh the gnome who handed you all your packages. Don't twist your tongue. Um, Doc Ock, the mail delivery man. He um, he's like, haven't seen that before. Scarred for life. Going on my 15-minute break. Please leave. Gotta lock up. Thank you. Special delivery. Specially so. tailored. I had to stretch those buttholes out just for my foot size. So we've established that the bunny butthole of holding is a magical butthole for foot size things only. Butthole. And, um, Myrna, we need to address something about yours. <laughs> They're normal bunnies. They're just really fucking small. Okay. Okay? Okay. Same with niches. Okay. They're not fetuses. They're not embryos. <laughs> I'm not going that way, Megan. Disappointed. Well, you know, I gotta draw the line. I gotta draw the line somewhere, and I might as well do it at the Hercules gif. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen that? Yeah. Um, Hercules, the guy, Kevin Sorbo, plays Hercules in the 1990s, early 2000s Hercules yeah. show. He read the fucking stage directions and they kept it in the show. He's supposed to say the thing he said in a disappointed fashion, but instead he just screams up at the sky, like DISAPPOINTED! Just... <laughs> yeah. It's fun. So you guys get Doc Ock pushes you all out of the door. He's like, go, go, I have to process this with Wait, my therapist. How do I get arms like that? Make them yourself. Oh, that's bullshit. Or go to Cog Peak. Oh, cool. You just got three bunny butt slippers. You should be happy. Yeah, I'm a little confused yeah, by this. <laughs> <laughs> they were meant for 
are scared. Keep your feet really warm. Yeah, speaking of, is it like mushy? Or is it soft and no, fuzzy? No, it's it's almost Velvet. like your feet aren't in anything. It's almost like they're free. It's like they're, but they're warm? But they are warm. Like floating on Moist. Yeah. Um, they, like... I was gonna say, like, is it like they're just, like, Moist floating? sounds like you lead to problems with it's your feet touching juice. anything. Trench butt. What was your question? Like, like your feet are just floating and touching nothing? Yeah, it's almost... Yeah, but you, you can feel the ground under them, but they're very comfortable. And if you know the command word, they put all four of their legs down, and they walk, and you don't even gotta... You gotta, command word. You don't know because the there was no instructions. Let's card. go find the dude. What with, dude? With the deck. That's He's our gone. I know what I'll do. I'll just jump Paul, off the cliff. Wait, wait, wait! You can Arcana check it. It's gone now. Oh, no! Oh, but you I'm can gonna pull out my magical notebook of magic. You can identify. Wait, hold on. Grayson's doing a thing. Yes. And I'm going to write in it. The one that has the soul of that person. Gonna write in I know what book you were talking okay. about. Um, do you know the command word to make bunny slippers walk? Wait, um, can move? No, you can walk with oh. them on. But there is a special command word Let's that makes off. the bunnies put their feet down uh -huh. and walk for you. Ah. Fly and have their little legs flailing. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know your answer in two days. Okay. And it'll be something I will most definitely improvise. Um, I'm just going to yell at my feet, squish! That's not how it works. Wow. Um, Alright, so you guys are left. You guys are all wearing matching bunny slippers. Yeah. And, um, but each of them have something that's, like, themed towards you. So, like, Phelan shoes, who are not on Phelan, have, like, um, part of the bunny fur is dyed to look like a fireball. Ooh. Minor decaying clothes. Yours, yours have, uh, has paint on its face to make it look like a skull. Um, or die. Um, Myrna's, yours look like they have vines wrapping all around them. Okay. Nisha's look like they have wings. Yeah. Do the wings move with the command word too? Maybe. I don't know. I'm making this up as I fucking go. Um, <laughs> Salar, yours has... Um, Is it just monogrammed with S's? <laughs> yours has snakes that like vine, like wrap around them. Okay. Uh, Trake. Oh, yours, oh, while you're not... While you're not wearing them, though, you do still look at them. Yeah. And yeah. they have, um, like, a faux narwhal tusk in in the unicorn position. So they're, yeah, they're wearing onesies. Bun sure. Bunnies wearing onesies. And then, uh, Morana's, yours have tiny halos. Are they, like, oh my detached? god, they're like little crystals. They, they float, yeah, it's weird. Oh, nice. And like, your vines look like they move, your fireball looks like it explodes, the skull doesn't really do much. Um, your, your snakes slither up and down. Those bunnies are probably absolutely terrified. No, no, you gotta ask King Mora. Also, you were told, you were told that this is a fucking consensual bunny relationship. Yeah. But do bunnies ever really like having snakes on them? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe snakes they're masochists. Snakes are. eat rabbits. Yeah, snakes don't even exist. Or maybe they're just world. like the. Yeah, there are no more snakes left. They were like, these are the goth emo bunnies. They'll be totally cool with having an existential crisis. One of them's over there, just like rip, stabby, stab. Um. 
So you guys... It's hard to see that it bleeds. If you get really close and hold it to your ear, you hear My Chemical Romance playing. They clothes. announced a new tour yesterday! Anyway. And they're looking for clove cigarettes. So, um, you guys... You guys are back out in the streets of the city... In the city. Um... Okay, Gideon. Shit. Um, what do you do? Is there anything you feel like is left to do here, or oh, should you go somewhere? I to go to back to Bonesy Bones for a moment of privacy. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I'm gonna try and slap some god gear on him. Uh, slapped with godliness. Okay, ah. so we were talking at, like, we go in, mm-hmm. into our room. Yep. The conference room we booked. Okay. Board up the windows. Is the room empty other than us? Well, I mean, there's, like, conference room furniture in Bolt it. The yeah, door. but is there anybody in the room when we go in? No, no, no the room is empty. It's like our, our it's, hotel it's room. Your, it's your yeah, town. I, I know it's our, our, our hotel room, but somebody could have been in there when we walked in. No, That's it's, why it's our asked. private conference room that we've but booked. But people can come in when we're not there. No, we scheduled a meeting space. It's fine. <laughs> oh. That <laughs> are scary. Show. Uh, we were talking about God Gear. You were saying how you didn't have any. Yeah. We have some extra, but. We've been holding it prisoner. Yeah, <laughs> because the person who last wore it died. Is it this guy's? He's just no. gonna wear all his shit. <laughs> Actually, no. No, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was Phelan. Oh, well then, Scooby Doo. Yeah, because it was it was before the forests. Oh, okay, it was yes. before the forests. Scooby Doo <laughs> died, really nice. died quick. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was freaking yeeted into a like a portal and he's gone. <laughs> yeeted into a tree. You dead. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. That was before. That was guys. after Scooby Doo. Hmm? Wait, how many characters have you had? He's had two. Okay. He's had Phelan, 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 <laughs> Fenrir, and now Fergie. We've oh sent some. <laughs> I do that. I never even C. noticed that. I do that with C's. A lot of my all my characters start with C. <laughs> huh. My next character is going to start with X or something. So X is going to give it to you. Xanax. Oh my god, please just start naming your character characters after musical acts. Oh, so wow. you're Fergie right now, then you can be Exhibit. Yeah. Or DMX. Oh, so many X's. Anyway. R, R. Um, so you guys are in the room. There's no one else. Everyone roll Perception. Or Investigation. Is James James is trying to pick up one I of his dice with his mouth? Magic. Oh my god, what's wrong with my fucking scrolling? Jesus. To check for anything magical outside of us. Okay. Because my perception sucked. Okay. Can I roll deception? No. <laughs> no. Can I roll inception? I'm sorry you wasted no. that. Um <laughs> Megan got a nat twenty. Wow. Um She should find some like gold in the like the floor or something. <laughs> Yeah, because I haven't given you guys enough. She's um, a thousand XP on the ground. Yeah, Megan, all of a sudden you're level 20. Congratulations. <laughs> you win. Chip, you're level 1. Yay! <laughs> you are now what level you rolled. Um, Dude, no. no. <laughs> what did you get? Wow. 19. <laughs> Grayson, what did you get? Only because my dice were cocked. So um, what level am I 30. Right 11. Uh, 11. <laughs> No less. All right. Anyway, there was absolutely nothing left. Um, you guys are looking around to make sure that nobody's listening. You look out the one window in the room, and it. Um, I mean, you're upstairs. There's no one floating next to the window. Days go. It's it's like three o'clock in the afternoon now. Um, no one's really paying attention to you. Uh, you sh- you enter, shut the door, 
Um, what do you do? Okay, so what do you do? God gear. Yes, it was that guy's. Um, it was very toasty from what he said. Uh, and it's in here. Toasty. He was able to toast bread with his God gear, and that was the powers. It was. Oh my it God. was like the. So awesome. bracers or whatever. It's, it's gauntlets. gauntlets <laughs> and that blindfold mask. Oh, you have the the blindfold too. Yeah. Yeah, we saved we, we took his god here. We, I forgot about the blindfold. Do the blindfolds cook eggs? It's actually a mask. Yeah, I mean, but if you like blinds that. Yeah. Like his physical eyes. Okay, so do you take them out? I very I boarded up the windows. I was going to ask if any like you I don't feel like you have the do you have like create wood? Bed. I might have or a chair. Window. Okay, you put the bed or up against put, the window. Or we put Trake okay. up against the window. So yeah. We, we put Trake up against the window. No. Is, no, the bunny bed. rabbits. Is anyone standing by the bed? Next to the window. Me. I mean, uh, Trake. <laughs> my, two, my two rabbits. Your two rabbits and Marina. This will be great. Um, so, okay. what's going to happen? Don't worry about it. I'll tell you. Is. You don't even know how I'm doing this. Yeah. Okay, so I'm reaching in. Mm-hmm. Like so. Okay. Feeling you should get for really blindfold closer. mask thing. Okay. And going. Getting Blame. good grip. And while also closing the bag as much as I possibly can like this. Okay, so you pull out the mask and um, roll a strength check. Oh my god. So not a save, just a strength modifier plus what you roll. Fifteen, two, seventeen. Okay, so you can uh, feel it trying to oh, strength, check. strength check. Yeah. You feel it trying to pull from your your grasp, mm-hmm. but you've got a firm hold on it. Is it going? What direction me is it or the going? window? I mean, it's going away from you. Yeah, but I'm gonna like walk going left and see if it follows. Uh, it doesn't appear. To follow. Damn, that's yeah, but you've got people standing next to the window. If you want to let it go and see what happens, because the do- the door is there. I mean, there's a bed up against it. Or I could just Who walk in the direction you? that it's pulling me. Who are you trying to reach? <laughs> <laughs> James. I mean, it's got a mouthful, but I don't think it talks. Um, so you, you walk in the direction it's pulling you, and it's just, you're walking in circles in the room. Oh god, it's like a dog. Go press your face against it. Just over. Okay. I squished my face um, onto it. What was... Can we make sure somebody's standing by the window and somebody I, by I the window? I told you I'm by the window. Okay, Trake is by the window. You said your bunnies were by the window. But so is he. I'm also okay. by the window. Okay. In that case, I say, keep a close eye on it, don't let it escape. Okay, she drops, she lets go of her grasp. It begins to, like, ping-pong around the room. Off the walls, off the bed, off the ceiling, off the floor, and then it slaps Michael in the face. (laughs) And you feel it, you feel it begin to burn your skin. And it... It, like, sears to your flesh. You can't remove it. Oh, no, we forgot to put the toast layer. <laughs> well, they supposed to put bread here first? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, they forgot about the bread. Uh, 
Um, oh. but you, it, it did, it did, um, kind of just sear to your face. So there's uh, that. Uh, How do you I feel? Hurt, I assume. <laughs> that sounded painful. But now you can cook eggs on your forehead. That's true. No, that thing, it's not hot. Oh. Now you can. Oh. Also, you're completely eggs. blind. <laughs> Am I able to shape shift and shape shift with that thing? Um, well, what would be your first concern? Your ability to save shapeshift or your vision not working? Yeah. Tell, I'm being honest. I'm, Probably I'm, shapeshift, so I'm not, like, stuck and, like, everyone always knows who I am. Attempt. What are you, what are you trying to turn into? An orc. So you go to turn into an orc, and, um, I don't know how it works as a changeling. Like, if you, like, it's not an illusion. It, it's a physical transformation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you. I assume you ask them, "What do What do I look like? Do I look like an orc? Um, Invisible. I can't see you. No. <laughs> so, um, to all the onlookers, he uh he looks like an orc. He looks like he doesn't have shit on his face. Yeah, you look like an orc. But you is... got shit on your face. Oh, okay. But you still can't see. But I can't see, so that sucks. Minor. However, issue however, least. um. It makes you completely blind, but you have blind sight and tremor sense. Nice. 60 foot radius. So out of curiosity, do I just suddenly like, is it like Daredevil where it's just like pinging off? Yes, and all of a sudden, that's like, exactly what I pictured in my head. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, yeah, you're good. Yeah, um, you're, you're, ba- you're basically fine. Colors are weird now. But because it's black, because yeah, because because everything's black and blue and gray and white. Hmm. But um, that happened. So yeah, you watch that happen. Do you want to try the gauntlets next? <laughs> Those are the things. Well, they make, make me toast. more blind. No, no, no but they they, they, they do make toes. They make you sterile. Uh, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Please someone milk me. No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what the bunny slippers are for. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't see anymore. You don't know where your body parts are? No, I'm a shapeshifter. Every night, like, it's a stranger. Well, it doesn't hurt to try. Is it a, anyway. is it a surprise for you every time now? Yeah. Especially since you're about to get new hands, maybe. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Toasty. Yeah. Ah. You have a good memory. <laughs> the toast was more important. <laughs> God. So, do, do you want them? Yeah, I'll take God gear. Okay, I'm gonna open up the bag. Right, you okay? I'm fucking great, man. You sure? Yeah. I'm just gonna kind of go like this. He cl- so, for those of you at home, he turns his head to the side, puts his arms out as far as possible, closes his eyes, and just hopes for the best. Although, yeah. closing my eyes doesn't really help. Yeah. Um, the two gauntlets burst out of your bag. And they turn into the <laughs> And, um, they start, like, orbiting the room in different directions. Ooh. Um, everyone actually roll a deck save. Michael, I'm not going to give you disadvantage because you got blind sight in some sense. 
Do I roll one for Nisha? Six. Too? Just, are you on her? Yes. Then just roll one. Okay. How big is this room? Oh, you know, it's like normal hotel room sized. <clears throat> but small. It's, okay, it's the size of the room we're currently in. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's see. So, like, I mean, anybody anywhere near the people at home. Yeah, sorry, I don't know dimensions. What, Megan? That anyone anywhere near me basically gets plus five. Everyone gets oh, plus cool. five. Oh, cool. So uh, let's start with Michael. What'd you get? 19. Aaron? 13. James? Plus five. Oh, <laughs> you got You added plus five? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Grayson? 20. 21. 20. 19. Myrna? <laughs> Karox? I'm sorry. Grayson, what did you get? 20. Oh, you're fine. Everybody else is fine. Marina and Carox, you get, like, bitch slapped by these two gauntlets. Um, You fly across the room like somebody missed hitting a mosquito. But it flew away anyway. Um, You you both take 12 points of fire damage. As they start to go extremely fast, circling the room. And part of the wall has started to catch fire. Just up kind of close to the ceiling. Small fire, so far. But still slightly concerning. I'm going to take my very cold sword and just start touching it to the fire. Well, I was going to blow my horn and just make a tsunami in the room. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) I think my my sword is a better option. The pirate who runs the bar downstairs is like, My home, it calls. Um, And he rides the wave out. Um... So you touch your coldish sword to it. Um, you maybe feel like you could pat it out, but it's not because of the cold on your sword. It's like you take the the broad side of the sword and you're just like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I have the horn halfway to my lips. Yeah, fire. You kill the you kill the fire because you kill the wall. I like um, to imagine like the people next door are just like, what the fuck are they doing in there? Weird sex party. I think I heard someone say milk me. That's every hotel. That is uh, pretty accurate. Um, So they begin to circle very fast. Um, One of them hits the bed and knocks it away from the window. Um, Drake, you're by the bed for a reason. No, he's by the window. He's by oh, the, the window. Well, the bed was by the window. Up against the window. Like, but but up. nothing left. They're still going in opposite directions, just circling. That's good, because I don't think I can make toast with one hand. Shut up. And, um, I'm going to go stand by the window now with my big old shield now. Okay. Um, so when they meet, they meet close to the window... And they um, slam into your shield for, but they do, they don't hurt you. They slam into your shield, and when they both hit your shield, they bounce off, flip backwards, and land on his outstretched hands. They use me as a springboard. Yes. I like to imagine that I succeeded in that role while I was still just standing in the center like, Ugh. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's what I thought the whole time. It was great. Totally not just making this up. Um, so, um, Michael, they, much like Trake's gauntlets, they fuse, and much like your mask, 
onto your arms. I'm gonna send. I'll send you what they do. Wait, you don't have them from the previous. Like, he doesn't have his previous character sheet. Yeah, I took it. it because you killed him. Well, demon him. I had to be Phelan for a bit. Himself. Yeah, but I had to be Phelan for a bit while you guys killed the demon that inhabited his body, but also his body. Um, I mean, they're called the Gauntlets of Distant Fire. And for those of you at home who, you know, it's been several characters. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you gain the following magical quirk. You absentmindedly ignite small fires that quickly sputter out and cause no harm. Which is a bigger issue when you were a scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> These gauntlet appears appear to be made in the style of dwarven craftsmanship. They are made out of brass and have a volcano etched into the metal on the back of each hand. From the mouth of the volcano run several streams of lava that appears like it is flowing up and down your arm. Well, up and down the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gain the following um, perks, we'll say. Uh, you're fire resistant. Plus two to AC. Cool. And you may add your charisma modifier to any spells you cast that deal fire damage. Oh. Nice. I don't think you have any of those. You might, though. I could probably make them with the Ringer Gomerian. <laughs> this, is, this is not false. Um, you also, so speaking of the Ring of Grammarian, um, is that the only ring you have? I'm pretty sure it's the only ring you have. I think so, yeah. So as the gauntlets go over your hands and fuse to your skin, the ring kind of like, you see it like bubble up through the metal and it's on the outside of the gauntlet now. Okay. Um... Once per long rest, you may cause upon you may call upon the underground flow of magma, magma, to uh, erupt in a magma spear, and pierce one target of your choice. That target must make a DC 15 Dex save. On a failed save, they take four D12 fire damage and are knocked prone. On a success, they take half and are not knocked prone. This is not a spell. It is a supernatural ability and is not subject to the additional charisma damage or wild magic. I put that in there for your other character. Or Ring of the Grammarian. Yeah, and it, it, you, can't, you can't change Lava Spear or Magma Spear to other words with the ring. Ooh, that would be rough. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You're very warm now. That, you know, you, you, cause you, with the Ring of Grammarian, you can add or change a lot, right? Mm-hmm. You can add a... No. You can change Was it you can change a letter or subtract a letter? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was going to say, because then you can just do magma spears. <laughs> it's multiple ones. Pluralize. I think that's the whole reason that I didn't put an add a letter. Yeah, like fireballs. Fireballs. <laughs> lightning bolts. You know. Well, obviously, obviously, I shoot fifteen fireballs because it's plural. And, you know, it's fine. How many do I need to kill them? Thirty. Okay. It's like key blasts. Yeah. What about the the shoes? Is it, or I'm sorry, the the helmet. Just the helmet. The mask. It, it was just blindsight and blindsight. Um. Oh, and you. Um. There was another thing. Um. 
No, no, that was it. Blind sight, tremor sense, sixty foot radius. I thought you appeared like Grund, but that was actually yourself, your character disguising self. Yeah. yeah. So no, that's all it does. Okay. So what makes up the whole set of God gear anyway? Well, Karax has four pieces. He's got the uh, the armor, cowl, the cowl, the ring, and the sleeves, sword. The ring. And the dagger. Dagger. And then... That's it. The hood. The, yeah, the cowl, the armor, the dagger, and the ring. Yeah. yeah. You can assume there's four pieces. Okay. Um, yeah. And do you remember your set bonus? I can... I know what it is. I listened to the episode the other day. At work. Unintelligent <laughs> zombies are friendly to you unless you attack them. Yes. So is that ones that are aren't as smart as me? <laughs> it's zombies. You know how zombies have like a negative intelligence modifier. Yeah. Any zombies with not a negative intelligence modifier are not gonna be friendly. <clears throat> so you guys, it's we'll say after all this nonsense, it's like four or five o'clock in the evening. Do you have anything else? Talk amongst yourselves, preferably one at a time so people can hear. Um, what else do you have to do here, if anything? Uh, I think that we did everything that we were going to do. We figured out where the tunnel went, which is, you know, all the places that we've been to. Is this um, where, like, the tunnel, it wasn't there a fork in the road and we... You went. You we went, went every down, single yeah, way. We you you did explore the entire underground. Oh. Okay. We took every wrong turn before we took a right turn. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It is possible that maybe they would have. I mean, this is like a city of thieves. They might have god gear for you guys here. But it flies away if it's not on the person. Well, obviously you can keep it in some way. This is not false. Yeah. Um. And it is a new day, and um. The fence usually has four new items. Oh, and also I'm going to appear as just how I've been. The, just as a changeling. Without the face without the mask or the hands. And the hands. Okay. Okay. Oh. I don't want people to be like, that guy's a god! <laughs> he has flowy lava hands. Where, real quick, where is everyone on their sets? I have one thing. One. You two. have two. I have boots and my gauntlets. Two. Megan? Megan doesn't remember. Megan has eight uh, bracers, and Megan has another thing. Hold on. Isn't it a breastplate? No, the breastplate was her very first character. Oh yeah. You had a cloak, Megan. You had a cloak. You you had a chaos set. But um, one piece has been changed. The bracers were changed when your um, your Azamar spirit guide dude came and like said, "Welcome back." Bloop. I probably didn't put them put the um, the cloak on there because you literally never used it. But oh, no, I definitely can't use it. Well, I don't know what the fuck it is. I have it right here. Um, what is it? Two, I got the sword and my helm. Okay. It was um. Fish ball helm. I should breathe underwater. 
I'm sorry. It was a it was a um, cowl. It wasn't a cloak. Uh, any two creatures you can see within 30 feet make a, a charisma save on a failed save. The target confuses friends for en or enemies for friends, friends for enemies. Sorry, and will attack them for the duration. Uh, each round, a target unknowingly harms a friend or hears a plea that they are being tricked. They may roll another charisma check to break free. I'll send it to you, and we'll put it on the sheet. That's pretty cool. Okay. So, two, one, all of them. Two, two, two. 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 Okay. <clears throat> all right. Now we need to go find more, y'all. So we have... You could always check the fence. Who knows? Like Maybe you'll get lucky. Yeah. I mean, let's check just in case. Might as well. Yeah. yeah. It's all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Might have something. Why is that giant chest over there rattling violently? <laughs> yeah, let's so, check. So, uh, you guys walk into Flynn's fence. He is the head fence, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, and the only one you've actually seen here. Mm -hmm. um, you guys walk in, and he's like, Oh, great! Hi! Why do you sound disappointed? Hello. We bought everything from you last time. Also threatened me. I didn't. I wasn't here. Can you really blame us? Yes. Slightly. What What do you want? Oh, well, we were wanting to check out your wares. Okay. I. Uh, and I'm bleeping detect magic. They <laughs> are. For divine magic. Oh, okay. Well, everything's specific. Everything's magic. Yeah. But if you're looking specifically for divine magic. In a 30-foot radius, you don't feel it. Okay. Um, he does have four things lined up on the table. Um, one moment, please. What's your buying? <laughs> what are you, what are you selling? selling? <laughs> that used to be Michael's ringtone. Yeah. Oh, I It's still that. stuck in my head. Hey, Matt. Yes. I don't know if Savior's Mark is another one. That no, have. that was a um, something I bought. That I believe that was a um, necklace, but it yeah. wasn't a divine thing. Yeah, horn necklace. So um, you guys are looking at the table in front of him, and there are four items, hmm. as always. Okay. There are a um, set of gauntlets. White metal with gold, um, like ornate gold designs. Uh, uh, or I could just fucking show you. Boom. Nice. Nice. For those at home, Extend they look home, nice. Please. <laughs> Sorry. Um, they're okay. white, white metal. With gold designs, and they have like a, ma a magical circle carved into the palm. Um, so there's that. And then there is a staff that looks like it's made. It's not made of bone, but it's carved to look like hands. And like the first foot and a half of the staff is one hand grasping a stick. And then another hand grasping a stick, and then there's an orb at the top that's being grasped by hands. Nice. Also have a picture. 
It looks just like he said. Mm-hmm. Except one of the hands has like a cool like like it's doing like air quotes. Like it was just like this is grabbing kind of... something like this. No, he's like eh. Then there is a um, a crossbow. I will cast fireball. Yeah. There's a crossbow that's made of wood and what appears to be gold, but there's a vial strapped to the bottom, and it's got like a like a hose running from it to where you load the arrow or to load the bolt, and the vial is full of this green bubbling liquid. Also have a picture. Whoa. These are all items from uh, Griffin Saddlebag on Reddit. It makes it a lot easier, and he's way more balanced than me. (laughs) And the last thing on the list is going to be at random. Boom. Fuck does that do? Um, It looked like two geodes. Just like... Geodes? Yeah, kind of, dude. They look like two geodes, dudes. Um, Just two geodes, purple stones. Well, sounds um, like we got Pokemon. Look gotta up. catch them all. Yeah. So anyway, he's like, what are you looking for? Anything specific? Anything I can find for you? Well, what's with that uh, sarcastic staff? <laughs> oh, because of what it's doing. Okay. <laughs> like, what the fuck is he talking about? Sarcastic staff. The, oh, the grasping staff. Um, any of you warlocks or wizards? Before I even start reading this. Weezord. She, One of those. Okay. Um, well, it's only usable by you two. Um, by the band. This grotesquely carved stone staff is miraculously light, but deathly cold and clammy to the touch. You would get resistance to necrotic damage while holding this staff. It has ten charges... While holding it, you can use an action to expend one or more of its charges to cast one of the following spells using your spell save DC. Arcane Hand, Bestow Curse, Chill Touch, uh, Inflict Wounds, Mage Hand, or Vampiric Touch. Nice. Um, every to- if you ever use the last charge, you roll a d20. On a 1, it turns to ash and summons 2d6 ti- tiny, hostile, undead crawling hands. So that's that. What are the gloves? The Gauntlets of Deliverance requires attunement. Oh, well, here we go. Anybody got a paladin? (laughs) Megan looks up. Um, Well, these are only usable by you. These gauntlets are inscribed with powerful sigils. Can't speak today. Been drinking. Shitzels. Powerful sigils that absorb malady and infection. Uh, when you magically cure a creature of blindness, deafness, disease, or poison, like you can do with your, uh, lay on hands, um, the gauntlet, you can choose to have the sigils on the gauntlet contain the condition instead of destroying it outright. While the gauntlets contain this condition in this way, you can use your bonus action to touch a creature and force it to make a DC 13 con save. On a fail, it gets that condition until the end of your next turn. As the condition is passed from the gauntlets onto the creature, they can only hold one condition at one time. Any condition is lost if you put another one in it who is kicking the table. 
I think it's you. <laughs> so that's what like they do. One total or one? One total. Off? One total. Okay. Um, what about them rocks? Yeah. Them rocks, baby. They are called no stones. Engrave, this engraved geode has been split apart into two equal halves. A labyrinth is carved into the rock's rough exterior and glows with faint light. While holding one of the halves, you can use the action to speak the geo's co geode's command word and turn it over so the flat, gem-encrusted side is pressed against solid stone, natural metal such as iron or silver, or earthen surface such as a floor or wall. When you do so, the geode becomes magically fixed in place against the surface and projects a three-foot spherical map above it showing the area within 120 feet of it. Shows all the walls, floors, and other surfaces that are made of either stone, natural metal, or earth within range as translucent outlines. Um, it's a fucking holly. It's a, it's a HUD map in a video game. Hmm. Uh, the geode remains fixed in place until you speak the command word again using a bonus action. Its surface moves or is forced to hold more than 100 pounds. You can also make a DC 15 strength check to move it. Once a half has been used this way, that half can't be used again until the next dawn. So you basically get like two uses a day then? Yes. So put that crossbow, son. <laughs> Good question. We've had a lot of shopping episodes. Um, that jacket looks good on me, nah, I mean. <laughs> or uh, requires attunement by any of you. Okay. The venomous crossbow is a magical crossbow that carries a small system of curious tubes and vessels. It's a plus one weapon. Uh, the crossbow has four charges and regains 1d3 plus one expended charges daily at dawn. You can expend one charge when you make an attack with it to coat the fired bolt with a unique self-generating venom. If the attack hits, the target takes an extra d6 poison damage and makes a dc13 con save. On a failed save, they are poisoned for one until the end of your next turn. If you expend the crossbow's last charge, roll a d20 on... On a one, the vessels attached to the crossbow shatter and spray poison in a 25-foot sphere centered on you. Um, the creatures within the sphere take 1d12 poison damage, dc15 con save, pass it, or be poisoned for one minute. When this happens, the crossbow ceases to be magical and loses all additional properties. Also, I said it wrong. It was, that jacket looks tight, yo. No, I mean. I don't, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> anyway. I don't know what you mean. Oh. Anyway, um... Grayson, now that you've moved closer to the... Well, you're still blooping magic. You still feel... You feel the magic from the items. You feel the magic on your party. There might be something faint, but you're not sure what it is. Back behind, into the back room. Oh, yeah. Into his back room? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, into his back room. I take a step closer. He goes, ah, yes, are you going to purchase one of my four items here on the table? just might purchase them all, but I think that you also have some other things you're keeping from us. Yes, I only put four items out a day, but I, do, I mean, yes, I have a back room full of things, yes. But these are the four that are for sale today. There's something in there specifically that I want. Well, okay, how about this? Just, because we're, just because we're such good friends... Uh, tell me what you're looking for, and I'll tell you if I have it. 
It's something that's trying to escape you. Yes, we all lose time. <laughs> <laughs> but time is a man-made construct. Much like this fashionable Less watch. I know exactly what it is, and more so that I know it is in there. I don't know what you're talking about. Help your friends trying to attack me. Okay. So, I'm going to fly up to Grayson and whisper, if we back away and go somewhere he can't see us, I can just cast invisibility on you, and then you can just go look. I'm very clinky. Works. So get naked. You'll be invisible. He can't see you. I've heard everything you just said. <laughs> just tell me what you're looking for. We don't know this what is the thing. Like. We do not know exactly what, what it is. What kind of item do are you looking for? You okay. have the Can I step a little bit closer? You're stepping closer while he's do asking you have a question. the capability to determine what kind of magic an item emits. I personally don't, however, this device does. And from under there, he pulls out these, like, big glasses with different filters that can go over them. I'll put my dagger on the tip, on the, on the desk, or the, the counter, and I'll tell him we're looking for items that produce the same magical properties as this dagger. So he starts flipping through the filaments, one by one, and finally gets to a yellow one, and he puts it over, and he's like, okay. Can I touch it? Sure. Cool. And he picks up your your bone dagger. And he starts looking at it. He's like, okay, okay. He's holding it with one hand, flipping another filament up and down, up and down. He's like, I think... And he sits it back down. He's adjusting his glasses again. He's like, I think... I think I have one. I think I have one. Okay, that's what we want. Hold up. I'll be right back. And he sits your dagger back down. And he runs into the back room, shuts the door. I grab my dagger. And I follow him. <laughs> well, you hear, like, rummaging. Like, he's looking for something. He's and, looking for a gun. <laughs> and he comes out with a small wooden box about the size of this sheet of paper. Okay. So your average sheet of paper... Yeah, yeah, letter paper, not legal paper. Mm. Um, and he sits it down, and he's like... What's in the box? I think, I think this is what you want. Is it but it's very, very expensive, and honestly, I love it, and I love wearing it. So... Is that, is it giving off the vibe that I'm looking for? You know how, yes, yes, it is. However, you know how when you guys had the, the other magical divine items kind of contained, they stopped struggling? Yeah. Okay. Would you so, mind if we saw it? He lifts open the box, the cover, and it opens towards you, and inside is... One moment, please. Buffer. It is a, um, it's a headband. It's brown leather headband. It doesn't have anything embossed in it. It doesn't look relatively special. It's like Karate Kid style, so you know it's going to be real long when you tie it on your head. Okay. Does it fly toward us? Um, when the box opens, you see it start to shake 
a little, but it's not lifting. How long have you had this thing? Um. How long has it been in the box? Well, I keep it in the box when I'm not rocking it at the bar. <laughs> you know, because it does kind of hold back my long flowing locks. Hmm. But I've had it for about uh, just over two years. Acquired this baby in a cave. Its spirit is broken. It doesn't even know who it is anymore. Right? <laughs> um, I have a lot of sentimental value. This thing's got me a lot of ladies. How about that? So, and I cast identify. <laughs> okay. You're doing that. You you touch it. You cast identify. And he's like, I didn't say you could touch. Oh, you got your oils all over it. <laughs> you stare at him. Um, headband of the forest folk gives its wearer the ability to transform into a treant. Please see full stat block for treant. You could be a treant. I could be so big. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, a little tiny treant. <laughs> This transformation lasts one minute until you cancel it using a bonus action or until you drop to zero hit points. When you leave this form, you gain one level of exhaustion. If you lose all of your HP while in this form, you gain two levels of exhaustion and you are at one HP. So yeah. So we want to purchase it from you, and as a bonus, you'll probably never see us again. Well, that's almost the reward in and of itself. Cool, um, that's the price we're offering. Yeah. <laughs> um. I kind of um say maybe maybe you should you know give it a little poke. Okay, I land on the table, and I get off of Misha, and I poke it. Um, the moment you touch it, it's like um, when you static shock people. Like this, like I'm doing to Megan. Ah, like uh, she's dead! Um, you get like a little zap, and then it starts to like coil up your arm, and it's shrinking mm -hmm. as it does so. And then it works its way up your up your arm, around your neck, and then ties itself onto your head. I toss my hair. Um, hair toss. He, <laughs> Flynn, Flynn looks at you, and he's like, that, that never happened to me. And he starts to poke you in your head on the headband. My hair is just better. I'm sorry, what? It wasn't meant for you. But I found it in a cave. It, uh, if it didn't do that, then it wasn't meant for you. Yeah, we identified it. It's a chick magnet, so. But I want it. <laughs> and he's still poking. Okay, well, seeing as how it just magically chose you, 10,000 gold and you can have it. How about, since it's already on my head, if you let us go without problems, I won't tsunami your store. How about... You just turn to a tree. Or that. How about I'm rightfully. 
How about I'm justly compensated for fucking finding it in a cave on the dancing coast two years ago? Well, what were you doing in the cave? I gave him 10,000 of the party gold. Okay. So you guys are like questioning, and Michael's just, Fergie's just like, look, here's your gold. We look, really, ten- we really don't want to kill you, dude. 10,000 um, for okay. a god item. But what if he was just like in a cave to like take a nap, and then he just like found it? That doesn't, that's not like some okay. special feat he did to get it. Kimora fucking found an entire you. suit of armor. <laughs> Michael, I'm so proud of you. That had a 23 strength. Cool. I'm gonna make a tree army. Mm. It's only one or two. <coughs> I'm gonna make a tree army relative to my size. I'm gonna make a tree posse. I thought you'd become a tree. I uh, can become a treant, which can let me have friends. Oh, that's cool. Animate trees. Huh. Anyway. Beaches. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And if you, you and if you remain motionless. <laughs> If you remain motionless, it is indistinguishable from a normal tree. Wait, so what happens to Nisha? I mean, she would have to get off. Um, Well, like, what if you're flying and all of a sudden you just turn into a tree? I don't think I'm just going to spontaneously tree it. She's not. If she does spontaneously tree it, it would most likely be her standing up on Nisha, jumping off of her back, and saying, fly away. No. Also, it you have to use the com- you have to use the command word, and the command word is um. On away, Nisha. No, it's um, <laughs> it's from Apache Chief. I don't know why I'm looking at you, but I feel like you would know this. Where he's like in ye choke, and then he gets real big. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, I'm looking it up. I don't remember the command word for that, dude. No, that's the name. That's what Apache Chief. Yeah. A neck choke. Neck choke? In neck choke. Which was explained as a patchy word for big man. Hold on, hold on. Thank you, Google. Because I can play this and not get sued. I don't know why, but that just feels really racist. <laughs> Dude, it was the Super Friends. No, it was not. very racist. Like, I'm not saying that it is, but just but somehow know. it has this feeling that it's just not... Meanwhile, ready. back at the Hall of Justice, Aquaman's making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because he can't do shit. This is going to be a really good sandwich, Batman. <laughs> Using his powers of telekinesis, Aquaman summons what? a can of sardines. But how does that feel racist? They made an Apache superhero. They're in their super. You know how all Apaches get real big. Okay, but like that's the racist part. (laughs) God, that makes no sense. Anyway, it's the point. Um, Look, like I said, I can't put my finger on it. it. Just doesn't feel like politically correct in this time and age anymore. Nothing's politically correct. Politics. Yeah. I'll just yell, GIANT TREE! No, no, you need to yell, INNUCK CHOKE! Wait. Whoop, 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 whoop! Think it really hard, so as not to offend any of our Can you do, like, Ant-Man, though, and, like, what? run up Nisha oh, and jump off? Yes! And Let's then, like, hair, and then I just become... Oh, that's loud, I'm sorry. I just what on, damn brain. Yeah, no, Alright, so... When you're in the treant form, you're gonna say, I am near. You say, take off the, nah. 
Fire anyway, so you guys pay him, and he's like, now part of this was that you weren't going to come back, so leave. Well. Oh, I thought that we had more things that we were going to purchase. I really, really don't want your money. Well, no, we'll take it back. <laughs> no, no, no. That money I'll take. But you guys aren't nice people. Yeah, we are. I give we're you money. pretty nice as long as you don't take us I offered to help you have an irrigation system <coughs> in your store. I feel like that was a threat. I mean, take Can it I as at a least? little Myrna. Do you really report? think she's a threat? Yes. Uh, sure? Yeah, it's just, it's way zoomed out. Okay. Yeah, look. It's moving. Are you sure? Yeah, it's moving. Mm-hmm. It's just moving real slow. Anyway, sorry guys, we had a small, small heart attack. Because I would hate for us to record for like another half hour and all of a sudden it's, uh... So, if Megan could stop tickling me... At the very least, I want the stones. You want the what? The stones. The stones. Okay. The stones are... 2,000 gold. No, I, I think they're uncommon. Oh, 1,000. But let me check. 500. I'm pretty sure uncommon's like between uh, like 500 and 5,000 or something. Ish. Depending on what the DM wants to set it at. So I gotta find them. I gotta find them. That's what I always do. They're on here, I promise. I've seen them. Take low to the high. I haven't read them. Roll a D100. Here they are. They are uncommon. So, um, we'll meet in the middle. He's like, if you really want the stones, I'll give them to you for 1500 Fine. Okay. Wow. <laughs> A noble does not care about price tags because we rich bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I mean, if you guys want any more of these things, it's fine. We'll talk. But honestly, bye. bye. (laughs) All right. So, um, yeah. What else do you have to do here? Uh, leave. Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. You're leaving? Oh, we should grab a loaf of bread so you can test out your toast. Ooh, yeah. Can we go to the grocery store? The bakery. Grocery? Probably like a bakery. <laughs> Can we go to the grocery store? <laughs> There's a convenience store. I'm, I'm going to send you uh, a text. To the Rouse's huh? real quick. <laughs> They're called no, the No Stones. <laughs> I'm sending you the picture right now. Hanging out with Bobby A. Bear. We're going to Bears? We should go to Bears. So, um... I know where I'm going yeah. Subway? So, where are you going? Like, there are two ways out of this. There, and you, he actually, you were told this a couple episodes ago. There are t- technically three ways out of Burst. You can go back to the underground tunnels that lead to Iron Keep. You can go out the portcullis that leads to the ocean, if you got a boat. Or you can leave from the mountainside right here and walk through the top of the forest and be right in between the ruins of the giant city and the shade court 
Would it be quicker for us to go ahead and go to the ocean so that we could immediately meet our airship there? Yeah. As opposed to having to wait until we find a clearing big enough in the forest for... That's good thinking. Yeah. So, ocean. Okay. Um, it's it's about 5.30, 6 p.m. Um, and we go to the beach, boy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the beach, boy. Would you boy. mind sending the airship to that destination to meet us there? So you have that little the cube that you press the big red button and it calls the boat to you. Mm-hmm. Do you do the thing? I get a roll out of it? If you'd like. Then yes. Okay. How well can you roll a D100. move your finger toward a button? <laughs> roll a D20. Add your charisma modifier. Um, as you guys walk out of the... Um, you guys walk out of the portcullis. She has all her <laughs> dice. Um, as you guys walk out of the portcullis, there's a, a gnome... It's got a big name tag on. It says Sprocket. Huh. Sprocket. Doc Master Sprocket. Funk Master General. I thought wow. it was basically. He also has a metal leg with a bunch of moving gears and stuff on it. Mm. Um So he's like, I don't recall you guys having a ship here. Uh big old doc. As you walk out of the port call, it's big old doc, tons of different size ships. Don't worry, it's right there, and I'm pointing to the sky. Actually, yeah. I've never seen this ship. I don't believe you guys yet. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he's like, "You got a, you got a flying boat." I fly up. There. It's right there. So Megan, roll a d20. You can do it. Oh yes! All right, so she got an 18. So she presses the button. The ship comes like, what? almost like what? like the Tower of Terror. It just comes straight down, and then it just like pfft, stops right above the ground. Opens the side door, opens up, and the little landing thing comes out, and you guys can get on. Piccolo, Piccolo, be surprised. What? <laughs> well, I've never seen this ship. <laughs> so this is I, I said the glimmer of hope. The doors would open up. Hmm. Glim is in quotes, and then M-E-R after the quotes. Ah, that's funny. I like it. Whoever came up with that. Um. It was me. I think it was me. <laughs> <guy. laughs> He's wrong. dead now. We're thinking about changing the name. You're oh, wrong. it was You're wearing you. his face and his bunny slippers. You're wearing his face and his bunny and butts. His hands. Tiny bunny butts. Tiny bunny booties. So, um, you guys board the ship. Where is you, where is your destination? Where are you heading? Where do you where do you go? We will where hold do you a go, go, go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll hold a meeting at our stone or at our beautiful Dwarven okay, tables. Our beautiful wooden one oh. that we stole with our, with our dwarven, ugly chairs. dwarven chairs. Yeah, so you got some ugly, beautiful Blocky dwarven chairs. Look, you get what I you get when you go to Goodwill, okay? <laughs> it's a Goodwill table. Set. I got the whole dollhouse kit. So, um, I'm gonna throw this map here, and we're gonna go over it really quick. 
I, call, I say we go there. Off air. So you've decided to go to Cog Peak, which I have to enunciate, or it sounds like Cock Peak. Also yep. can't say the word, the word horror. So many words I can't say during this show. So we're going to fight a bunch of horrors on top of Cock Peak? Yes. <laughs> cool. Yes. That's the final battle. <laughs> to win the divine dick ring. The, the cock piece. Cod piece. The divine cod piece. All right. Yeah, the trousers. So honest. The tr- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Salar. Really quick. You go to your room. Yeah. There are eggs. Thank you. That was literally what I was wanting to Roll add. a d6. I don't know three. much about snakes or how many eggs they lay at a time. There's three eggs. Cool, I make three boiled eggs with my hands. <gasps> you bastard! <laughs> Roll initiative. They, they're reptiles. They, they have more than that. Yeah, no, they definitely have more than that. Yeah, sure. Alright, you know what? Roll another d3. Or another d6. Has we'll add them together. To like, have you ever been to like the Insectarium or Zoo? Five eggs. No. Um, Megan, I am not a reptile biologist. Michael, can you wait till we're done to put up your character sheet? Thank you. It makes more noise than you expect. Um, Matt, I'm taking you to the zoo. I don't want to go to the zoo because it smells bad, and also the zoo in New Orleans is like the like a. Terrible version of Noah's Ark where it's two and two, but they're all depressed. I've heard, I've heard, you know, not really. It is. Last time, ask Megan, last time we went, it was the saddest thing ever. I've heard stories that, like, people get killed by gorillas. At the Ottoman Zoo in New Orleans? Dude, every day. (laughs) Dicks out for Harambe, going to Cock Peak! That's what happens when you jump over the fence. Yeah. Did did one of the lions at the Ottoman Zoo kill? No, a no, a, like a no. cheetah or a jaguar escaped. It didn't kill anybody. It, it killed a bunch of yeah. uh, animals. Yeah, it ate a bunch Flamingos. of flamingos, something like that. Peacocks? No, that's no, there's like no. three oh. in the whole zoo. By the way, there's like thirty flamingos. Valentine's Day, they're having like a like a sexy dinner thing you could do, like a Valentine'sy type thing. Sexy Valentine's Ottoman Zoo dinner. Can you, can you guess which animal they chose to have around you while you're doing it? What flamingos? Yes. Why did they pick the things that shit on their own legs? Because <laughs> when you put them together, their head, their heads make hearts. Yeah, swans do that too. They and they pink. Water. Yeah, but yeah. swans are hard to corral. And it's hundred and eighty dollars for the dinner per person. Guess what? Just Ain't no. They better come with face masks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> all right. So you guys in your ship. <laughs> all right. All right. We've gone way off. It's late. So where you guys came out of the um. Like on the side of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. You really, it's it's like two hours. You're on the ship for two hours. Before in the distance, <laughs> you can see Cog Peak, and um. What, what does it look like? So I'm about to tell you. <laughs> God, you're gross, man. Well, well, now it has to be a giant <laughs> tower of dicks. But they're like rotating. <laughs> yeah, it's steampunk penises. It's did you take LSD and watch porn at the same time? Listen, what I do in my own time is none of your business. Well, while you're doing it, you're like, man, it's going to be a great podcast. Whoa. Megan, did you fucking Google steampunk dildo? <laughs> what? Hold, hold on, y'all. 
Hold Can on. Let's go on our Facebook page. This is well, there are children there. <laughs> that looks dangerous. That looks like it would be extremely painful for everyone involved. So remind me again, how did you get tetanus? <laughs> I like what you're about to do, because that means next time you open your safari in public, it'll be the first thing that pops up. Yeah, make sure you close it now and forget about it. Yeah, please do. Um, anyway. I'll be at my desk. That'll be better. I hope Jessica's around. Um, it'll be funny, and you need to tell me what happens. So, before you is... Um, with a box of her stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna finish this sentence one day. I got fired. Okay. Or a box of We gotta sell the house. Um, so fine. She and Carly send each other like stop, yeah. stop, stop, stop. All right. The town, the city, the place atop the mountains. Well, more like carved into the mountains. Um, is the town of Cog Peak. Um, in the center of the town, there's a huge windmill. That is constantly spinning. Um, yes, you have a question already. Is this windmill that one that I saw in that dream with Corbor? I don't you know. that question before you said windmill. You guys have been up for like 15 seconds before you said windmill. <laughs> she reads people's fortunes for a living. Dude. She knew. Yeah, like, sometimes I just look it's at her. on the map. And she okay. already gives me an answer. Now I have a question. Yes. While the windmill's spinning. Oh, that's tight, dude. Yes. Is the song Meat Spin possibly playing? I don't know what song Meat Spin. My meat spin right I think we've referenced this fucking website way too much in this podcast in general. Or Tub Spin. And also way too much in my life as a whole. Anyway. Um... There's actually other, like, flying vehicles that you see landing at, like, this landing, I put in quotations, at this um, dock that's kind of jutting out from the side of the mountain. Um, You can probably just dock there and set your ship to hover. Are they small vehicles? It's a very big air dock. So, I meant, like, are their stuff small? Yeah, their stuff is very small. It's like single-man vehicles. Oh, okay. So you guys coming in with this big fucking actual boat from the water that has been converted to be a flying boat? They draw a little attention. We beep at them and we say, we need enough gas to fill this thing up. (laughs) (laughs) We need a new fire elemental. Gotta get the juice. So um, you guys maneuver it in. However, I need a wisdom check from your navigator and a charisma check. No. What was your wisdom? Y'all both had good wisdoms, huh? That's what Yeah, she had four. Yeah. I need a wisdom a wisdom save from the captain, wisdom save from the first mate slash navigator. You get plus five because you're within Megan's sing uh, like area. So, um Mirna. Fifteen. You got you added a plus five from Megan? Yes. Okie doke. Megan. 24. 24. Okay. With your powers combined, you are Captain Planet. Um, you are able 
to dock it relatively well. Um, you only chip a little bit of the dock off, like just skim it just a tiny bit. That's but that's fine, right? yeah, the the dock's fine too if you cared. Um, <laughs> you did, but um, you dock it uh, well enough. Um, you guys land and you see the 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 buildings before you are all either carved from the stone of the mountain itself. Or built completely out of shining metal. Um, don't know why I was holding that. You're not in that city anymore. Um, all the people, well, all the beings you see walking around during the hustle and bustle of the late evening looks like people are probably leaving work, going home, or going out. Um, all, mostly gnomes. Mostly rock gnomes, couple forest gnomes, little of other races interspersed, but majority of which are gnomes. What kind of other races? Um, like dwarves and humans and stuff. Couple of humans, um, maybe a couple of hill dwarves, no mountain dwarves. Um, what about hobgoblins? No, no, they're not big on being up high. Um, not here. The hobgoblins yeah. in my world come from here. Ah. Um, so, uh, there may be a, uh, what, what are those things? Shit. I don't know. A couple Aarakocra. Okay. Yeah. Um. Kenku? No, I meant Aarakocra. I don't know, she just looked like she, she was really exciting. Wiggling. She did start wiggling. I love bird people for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but the buildings that are made out of metal have like crazy ornate work done. And it's it's all moving. Gears and like springs that spin and just everything's crazy. And um when you get off the boat, there's um like a harbor master there. And he has the the one that was in Bursk had his like left leg was metal. This one his right leg is metal. He's got an eye patch. His name's his name's Socket. Was the other person named Wrench? The other one was named Sprocket. Oh. Socket and Sprocket. Yeah, they look very similar. But he's got an eye patch. Well it's very unfortunate they both <coughs> lost legs. They lost the opposite leg. Together they are one whole person. And they can go shoe shopping. They can together. still kick your butt. Exactly. Three exactly. <laughs> they are twins. They only need one pair of shoes. Mm. See? James knows. Shit. He gets it. He's like, hey, 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 whoa, whoa. You don't have a license to park here. How do we get one of those? I do that. Okay, can we get a okay. license? I, no, I you have to apply ten days beforehand. Well, your brother made this him, I give him this bag. We didn't. Hey, what? Nah. Don't lie. <laughs> I go up, I hover to him, and I give him this bag. Okay. I tell him to look in it. He looks in it. It's got 750 gold. You can dock wherever you like. <laughs> Thank you very much. I like him. The rest and of you, I, and I hover weird. away. <laughs> I like need, the flying giant. Do we need, like, a paper or something saying we have a Oh, yeah, here you go. He just, like, he, like, throws up this piece of paper. He's gone. <laughs> okay. 
Um, but yeah, before Just you... put this on our dashboard? <laughs> nail it to the outside of the ship, he says. Then, then we'll sink. Use smaller nails. We'll on air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he goes, I got shit to do, and he puts this big fucking bag of gold over his shoulder and he's like whistling as he skips away with his fucking metal leg. Tink, hey, tink, tink, tink. Fuck you. I'm the boss, bitch. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> um, so you guys are in a brand new town. I assume you're looking for Felvin because he bought a dagger once and you really wanted it for no reason. Yeah. Other than we just wanted to buy out the entire auction. Yeah. yeah. He stole the missing piece. So... Um, with that... All those slaves have nothing to stab. <laughs> Speaking of slaves, your chick is still on the boat. Yeah. Um, she's taking care of the snakes. Yeah, she's babies. the snake tender. She's become very, uh, like, attached to your snakes and would rather you leave them on the boat instead of putting them back in your armor. Even though... Is she, like, cobbling little shoes for them? They Both don't snakes. have they don't have feet. What? Because they're snakes. <laughs> I've never heard of snakes before. I'm not from this place. This is true, um, but she she would rather you not put them in your crotch pocket. I'd rather not put them there either. But you had a door. Yeah. You had a dick door. That's okay. Um. Anyway, there you guys are in Cogpeak. Yeah. You have. Made it to a new town. You're going to look for Felvin. You're going to explore what's here. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. All right. Gideon, get off the window. Ugh. Congratulations. You've made it to the end of episode 76. And I sure hope you're hearing this. If you've made it this far, congratulations. You're about to hear the code word for this week's giveaway of the underground... Oracle Quarterly. That's right. Uh, this week's code word is deity. Deity, as in a god or higher life form that rules over everyone. First person to get the word deity to me on any sort of social media, be it at Matt Force Fields on Twitter, at Metal and Magic Pod on Twitter, at Metal and Magic Podcast on Facebook, at Metal underscore and underscore podcast. There's a magic in there somewhere. Don't worry about it. We're on, we're on Instagram, on our Discord server, on the internet. Send me a smoke signal. Send me a carrier pigeon. Throw a note into the air. Light it on fire. I'll get the ashes. Do something. And you will get your copy of the Underground Oracle Quarterly. It's a really, really good book. It's a great uh, supplement for you to just add into your game. They have a great selection of things where you can just plug and play. With that being said, I'd like to let you all know that hopefully if everything goes as planned, next week we will be recording a, an, um, an exciting episode that takes place 950 years in the past during the first annual Glim Tournament of Champions. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be playing a character. Everything's going to be fun. So tune in. With that being said, everybody, I hope you're hearing this. 
We love you. Have a magical night and a magical life.